Welcome to the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I'm your host, registered dietitian and weight loss BFF, Lauren Hubert. Growing up as a woman, I was told that you can't care about your looks, wear whatever you want, and be successful. But honey, let me give it to you real. You can have it all. I believe women can embody strength, sexuality, and power all at the same time. And in fact, I know the harder you feel, the more successful you will be. Each week, we are changing the narrative that women can be hot and successful at the same damn time and do it in a healthy way. Sexy freaking fit babes. What is up? Welcome back to another episode of the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I am your host, Lauren Hubert, and we're going to stick on that for a moment here. I am Lauren Hubert, and I'm about to give it to you real on how I gained 20 pounds. And then next week, we're going to follow up with a really great part two that goes along with this episode on how I lost 20 pounds. The reality is I don't spend, I mean, if you guys know me and I've been around TSN for a hot minute, you know, I'm very open and honest about my journey. It's been a huge transformative part in my career as a dietitian because I understand what you're going through and I've been in your shoes and I understand the struggle of gaining weight and not feeling amazing in your body. I went on my own weight loss journey that we're going to really be talking about on today's episode and also the part two episode coming out next week for you guys as well. But I do know so often now, especially with the work that I do, I like to focus on problem solving. I like my clients to get off off their asses, put in the work, understand what's going on and realize your reality can change. You are not a fixed person that is always just going to be the same weight forever. And there's nothing you can do to change your circumstances if you're not confident in your body. That's just not how anything in life works unless you make the choice that you don't want to change and you make the choice not to put in the work, which is why I focus so much on action and doing and putting that mindset to the side and really putting in the work. That being said, I think there is so much value to hearing stories from other women and what better woman than myself today to put a little spotlight on. I know I get a ton of questions from you guys. So curious about my journey, especially if you guys, you know, are super not confident in your body. People want to know how much weight I lost on my journey and what that looked like. And while I am conscious about what I share regarding my diet and exercise routine, just because every person is different, I'm such a believer in Diet and exercise has to be personalized to you. It has to be. And what is beneficial for one person isn't necessarily the story of another. However, I want to rip off the Band-Aid, take the curtain down, ladies, and give it to you real and share the true story of how I gained 20 pounds and also the process of how I lost 20 pounds. And you might be surprised where exactly this story is going. So let's dive in. So when I was thinking about what I wanted to share with you guys about how I gained 20 pounds, I was like, okay, we just need to go back to the very, very beginning and understand who I was before. And I think so many women hopefully are going to be able to relate to this as well. So growing up, I was a thin, very active woman, um, or I guess a girl, because I was a young woman, right? And I played soccer very competitively. I was very competitive in sports in general. I ran track. I played basketball. I did swimming, um, but then got super, super focused on soccer. It was interesting because I've always been that person that cared about how I looked. It was just a value instilled in me. And I've always enjoyed fashion. I still remember, and I'm going to have to find the picture one day, ladies. In like, what was it, second or third grade, I remember I was called, uh, and it became my AIM username. It was like Lauren LTD10 or something like that because I loved Limited 2. I had this like cute top that was like purple and like had not, not like tie dye, but like this really cool pattern on it. 
And it was like, my shoulder was showing I'm like in second or third grade. And it's like my literal, like picture of the year when like you take it in school. And I've always just been obsessed with like standing out and expressing my style. And just, you know, the fact that I did that in third grade, looking back now, as I'm sharing the story with you guys, I'm like, Oh, my God, I'm like, just so extra. Like, that's just the situation. But this was me growing up and I had this weird dichotomy of loving sports, but also caring about how I looked. Like I, it was weird because so many of my friends in sports, like didn't have that same passion as me. Um, And I felt like I had to simmer it down and kind of fit the ideal tomboy type of person. But like, I did really care about aesthetics and it was something that made me feel good and made me feel like I was expressing myself and just had more confidence in myself. The issue really started to come to me though in college because In high school, like I had normal insecurities like any girl. I didn't, I wasn't on a specific diet or exercise program, right? I was an athlete. I was, you know, playing sports my entire life. I really did consider food as fuel and I loved food. Like food was something I could get away with eating so much because I was so active and I was so young at the time. But then college hits and I decide, okay. I don't want to play soccer. I I really was like, you know, I could have played soccer at a few different places. I had some opportunities on the table that were really exciting. And I I was super excited to potentially pursue something like that. And I think anyone who would have known me at that time in my life would be like, wow, Lauren, you're, you're not going to do this. But no, I decided not to do it. And I don't know what part of me was just like, it is time. But I knew it was time to move on to another phase and chapter of my life. And I actually toured Florida State's campus. I had known nothing about them. In fact, my dad, because um, my family ended up having a home in Florida, my dad was like, you should look at Florida State because we were looking at actually University of Florida and a few other places. And so we like just stopped there like it was something really quick. We went on a tour of the campus. I still remember till this day. And I was like, this is just so cool. And I remember I was like, I would love to go there. No one in my high school actually had ever, I think, even applied there before. So it was this big reach. And I thought it was just so cool. I learned about Greek life there, which I had never had any interest in Greek life, which is so funny because y'all know me as the sorority nutritionist. And I was like, let's freaking do this. So I ended up deciding to quit soccer, quit that life I had before, go to Florida State, and I wanted to be in a sorority. So I ended up getting there early, rushing. My parents dropped me off at my like dungy ass college dorm. And this dorm, guys, is literally not even there. Like my friends from college, like some of their parents, and I don't want to say like ancestors and like grandparents, but like people very old in their life and the elder years had lived in this dorm. This dorm was so old. And to put in context, they it's literally not on Florida State's campus anymore. So we're in like this gross dorm room. Shout out to my college roommate, Molly, though. It was very fun. Um, We're in this dorm and I don't have a car. I'm in a different state. I don't have the sports camaraderie. I'm, you know, planning to join a sorority. And, you know, I ended up joining a sorority, but it was just this weird transition in my life. So all of this happens. I'm at Florida State. I end up going through recruitment. I get the actual first house that I actually rushed, which was Gamma Phi there, and you know began this new chapter of my life. And I share all this with you because this context is so important for anyone out there right now going through an experience, whether it's having a child for the first time, moving to a new city, ending a relationship with someone, doing something new, getting a new job, like These life transitions are where it is okay when you don't have the tools within you to manage your weight. I did not have those tools, which I'm going to describe to you right now. The thing I didn't realize 
is I didn't know what I didn't know. Food and nutrition was something that I didn't put much thought to growing up in a home where my mom cooked for me, growing up in a high school environment where I could get in my car and I could go get food somewhere that I wanted to, growing up in a city where I loved going out to eat, going out to eat with my friends, to restaurants was the norm for myself. And then you go off to college and you're like, damn, I have this freedom. But what you don't also know how to deal with is the emotional shit that goes with moving to a new place, being in an epic transformative period of your life for so many reasons, both joining a community on campus and leaving home for the first time, trying to decide what you want to do with your life, have fun, trying to impress other people, obviously getting in romantic relationships and wanting to, you know, find someone you connect with, of course, right? I think so many young women have that desire. And then you pair that with also ditching this identity that you've been for the past 18 years of your life, which is an athlete and a soccer player, right? So at the time, I didn't know what I didn't know. I obviously didn't have the knowledge and background and balance when it came to nutrition as I thought I probably did. But then you pair that with the insecurity of being a young woman wanting to fit in and you get the perfect cascade of going down a path where food becomes comfort for you. And I can say very confidently looking back at the time, I don't think I realized it, but with where I was at, I absolutely was using food to fill a void that felt uncomfortable for myself. And I don't really consider myself someone who like typically goes to food for comfort, but I think I didn't realize how much food was such a comforting, safe place for me in such a period of transformative growth. And when you are in a place where you're also going out more, your activity drastically changes going from playing a sport to not playing a sport anymore. And yes, you're active. And yes, I was going to the gym during this time. The weight steadily began to pack on. I still remember times when I felt really alone and I was at my dorm and I was just like, I want to go out to eat and have some time alone. I would go to this place across the street and get this like huge Chinese meal at this place called Mr. Roboto's and just like eat it by myself and then get froyo and like do all these things I used to do with friends at home. But I felt so lost and confused. And it was like, I, I still remember at one of those meals, I was like, I am overeating because I felt uncomfortable putting myself out there. And it was this weird thing where you feel uncomfortable putting yourself out there but you also become in this place where you're also not confident in your body. And I had these issues growing up where I was fairly confident surface level. People would see me probably be like, oh my God, that girl is very confident. She likes fashion. She likes to you know, present herself in a certain way. And she was into all things social media. Like that's always been a thing I've loved. But then you pair that with being uncomfortable and then you putting on some weight, your clothes not fitting properly, and then other people noticing your weight gain. It becomes this horrible thing where like you then continue going to food until you really realize, holy shit, like something needs to change. So for my entire fall semester, the, the weight I think began to slowly come on. And I say that because I don't have an exact timeline. I didn't have a scale. That wasn't something that was super important to me growing up. I never, my parents never had scales at home growing up and I had a rough idea of my weight, but it slowly kind of began to come on. And Besides the aesthetic piece, like I just enjoyed going to the gym. I wasn't going to the gym with a purpose. Um, it was oftentimes with friends and sorority sisters or whatnot. 
In addition, that's college sorority environment at Florida State. Everyone cares about how they look, even if we don't talk about it all the time. So, you know, that was playing into it. And I, I remember I would go to the gym so much. And there was this one moment where a girl that invited me to go to the gym with her, we were like working out or maybe we, we like saw each other and we were like in the stretching area. And she said something to me that changed my entire life forever and actually really allowed me to recognize what was going on. Now, what she said to me for some people would be extremely triggering and can be something that when I have clients, no matter how much weight you have gained, it stings. And I think that actually fueled so much more insecurity and desire in me to achieve an aesthetic goal. And maybe part of the reason why I was very all or nothing with it, in addition to my personality. However, it was this pivotal moment where actually she's a sorority sister. She said, Lauren, and I'm paraphrasing guys, Lauren, you work out so much. Like you're always here at the gym. You're always working out. I'm shocked you don't look more fit. And truth be told, that was one of the first most in-your-face times someone had ever commented on my experience as someone who has always been considered very fit and active and healthy to have someone do that. It was just like, holy shit. Like, yeah, I've gained weight, but like, why the fuck are you saying that to me? What makes you think that's a right thing to say? And there is so much wrong with it, but that's not what today's podcast episode is about ladies. I'm sharing it because that is such a huge part of my story and one of those milestone moments that really sparked me to positively care more about my health and nutrition. But I think it's something that a lot of women deal with because when you also don't know how to go about this journey in a healthy way, those types of comments can send someone spiraling and down a path where you become really restrictive that we're going to talk about in part two about how I lost the weight. But that moment was when I finally became more aware of my weight. And I actually connected that, okay, wow, I'm looking in the mirror. I do look different. My clothes fit differently. What am I going to do now? What am I going to do? And it wasn't one of those moments, you know, so many clients I feel like have, have the question for me and other people have seen success. Like what was that pivotal moment where like shit just changed for you? That to me wasn't a pivotal moment where just everything changed. I think it's when I became more aware of things, but that sparked my interest in exploring what I really wanted to achieve. And I think those moments, if you guys have experienced something like that right now, is a moment for you to look back and just look at the current situation in a new light that says, you know, this person is noticing a change in my body. Do I need to trust what they're saying? Why are they saying that? Where is that coming from? And it's less about interpreting it as good and good or bad. And I think using it to allow yourself to ponder the question, what is the body that's going to make me feel my best? Because in addition to that surface level bullshit comment I received on the back end of this comment is also the internal struggle where I didn't feel my best. When you are overeating past fullness to comfort yourself and going to restaurants because you don't want to be lonely in your dorm room, that shit doesn't feel good. Those are habits we have to break regardless of the number on the scale because that is not honoring your body. So I think so often women feel so much resentment towards people commenting on other people's appearance. But I thank that person for that comment. While it sent me down a horrible path of dieting, 
at the same time, I would not be the woman I am if I didn't have these experiences. And people are going to talk shit about you one way or another. Not just looks, guys. It could be anything in life you do. And I think we can use those moments in such a deeper way to help us pivot and look internally and realize what is that truth within us? What is it that's going to make us truly happy? And honestly, start to fall in love with ourselves and what this journey will look like for us instead of doing it for someone else. This journey cannot be done for someone else calling you fat or saying you're not fit even though you work out a lot. This journey has to be done for you, not out of resentment. So after this comment was given to me, and I say given to me because you don't have to accept comments, but I accepted the comment. I was young. I never had really cared about my body before. I accepted this comment. I took it at face value, started thinking more, started looking at myself more in the mirror. I finally got on a scale. I realized, oh yeah, my clothes don't fit. I think I remember asking my sister, my sister was like, I mean, yeah, like you definitely look like you've gained a little bit of weight, but you can work out and you'll clean up your diet. Like it was really no big deal. At the time, my sister was training for the Boston Marathon, which was like so epic. So she was obviously a huge piece of inspiration for me because she had already started her weight loss journey and started you know, losing weight on her own as well. But it wasn't till I came back home after that semester, because this actually happened during the first semester, where I was like, okay, let's start to exercise more. And without going full-blown into the how I lost weight piece, because that episode is coming next week, but back after I got home from winter break, I was like, okay, yes, I've gained some weight. And I really didn't change much about my diet until that spring. And I would go to the gym, I'd exercise Yeah, I would try to eat healthy, but the truth is I was going out to eat very often. I like takeout. I loved all things late night eating and pizza and alcohol and everything like that in college. But even with focusing on healthy eating, I was still over consuming. And at least I was maintaining the weight that I had gained, but I probably kept at that 20-ish pound weight gain for probably quite a few months after all of the weight gain happened. So by the end of my semester, when I got this comment, um, I had gained 20 pounds. I went home for the holidays. And then that spring, you know, I tried to eat healthy. I still was going to the gym and such, but I hadn't really lost any weight. I don't think I saw a much significant change in my body. Maybe I lost five pounds, but it was not super, super intentional. Um, But overall, I began my journey, I'd say probably three to four months later. So that spring, and that's when I began to start to change things more strategically. But it really was a point where it took me a few months to really recognize and assess my, my habits and Honestly, I think get into the mindset that, okay, I want to take this next level. Like I really want to get this done. And it actually wasn't until summer where I really committed myself outside of the college environment when I came home to be like, you know what? Yo, bitch, like you're going to lose weight. We're going to make this happen. And that's really how we got here. So now that you babes know how I freaking got here, well, got to 20 pounds heavier. Next week, we are going to embark on the journey of how I lost 20 pounds with a few twists and turns and specifically some juicy things about what really changed on this phase of my journey. Let's put it at that. So you guys will have to stay tuned. Next week, part two is coming out and I can't wait to tell you more.